So I forgot to, I think we both forgot to mention this, but I believe that uh, last, our last uh, episode before this was our, our four year anniversary uh, episode, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that does make sense. Or, or, or close enough to it, anyway, because yeah. we, we started, I think our first episode was like March 24th, 2019 or something like that. Okay, wow. Or whenever it was, yeah. But uh, anyway, it was it was then. It was it was four years ago. And um, I was doing a little bit of like quick math. And I believe there have been 120 episodes of Star Trek that have come out in that time. And so we are not keeping up. No, because because we've done which episode is this? I believe this is episode one hundred and eight. I think or something something like that. that or sounds so, about right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's people are going to just be able to look at their thing. It, this episode is this is one hundred and six that we're doing right now. Okay. Um, not counting the specials. Which is wild because when we started, we were like, oh yeah, like there's. I think at that point only Discovery was like periodically coming out or like yeah. they announced Picard. We were like, oh yeah, well it, we we should be I think at one point we even calculated how long it would take us to finish the yeah. um, Star Trek. Well, you know, I think Star Trek will probably ebb and flow, you know, and, and we're in a we're in a we're in a flow right now, but there was an ebb for many years and I I have to imagine that will continue to happen depending on like how much Paramount, you know, needs it to juice their their streaming service, but yeah, yeah. So we're not really making progress, but but in a way we are. I mean, like I'm making we're not making progress on the podcast, but I I definitely am making progress in my in my life, you know, because I've watched. That's I've, true. Yeah, you're getting close. Yeah, although I have not been I've not been uh, watching very much Voyager lately, though, because I have been a trying to catch up on Oscar movies. I mean, the Oscars oh, yeah. will already have happened when the time this episode comes out, but I had a few that I was catching up on. Just watched Triangle Sadness last night. And also, Fire Emblem Engage is out, and I've been playing a good amount of that. <laughs> and enough. I'm just really busy at work, so... There you go. But Do you, you haven't gotten Prime yet? So you haven't gotten... Met- Sorry, Metroid Prime. I guess there's lots of things called Prime now. No, um, I'm waiting until the physical... Oh, sure. The physical copy of it comes out, uh, which is later on it this does, month. I don't February. know. As someone... I Like, I've never seriously played a Metroid game, mm-hmm. and, like, just from like little life like that's i feel like the first one that i'm seriously considering like i, I might get that it looks very like it just looks very pretty yeah i mean it, it looks looked like it looked good even for the game, for like game i might i might cut all this <laughs> metroid prime talk we'll see Fine. we'll see how long the episode is it it's it looked good even on the gamecube um so i'm excited to play it again yeah. it's good i am a big metroid fan as you know and yeah i i would definitely be like play you know play one of the, the, the really good 2D ones that are yeah. like more traditional. I mean, I guess I games, should, because, like, like, the, like, I have a SNES Classic, which has Super Metroid on it. Yeah, do you have do you have the online thing on Switch, too? Yeah, I do have that, too, which I so guess you has, can play Super like, Metroid on the it. original ones, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't play original Metroid. That that one is, it's not bad, but it's just, like, it's just very NES. But you should you should play you should play Super Metroid. I mean, like, I'm not saying don't play Metroid Prime, but, like, Super Metroid is great. Just a great game still. And yeah. a good a good way to intro the, the franchise. But, uh, but yeah, no, I'm definitely going to... 
I'm definitely going to buy Metroid Prime Remaster and I'll play it at some point in my life. I don't know. It's just I'm I am having as we I think we talked about this recently on the show that I I am in a big time like video game crunch right now. So Yeah. You know, I'll get to it though. Hi everybody, and welcome to Out of Contracts, a show where two guys who've seen part of Star Trek try to watch all of it in no particular order. I'm Ryan Howard. And I'm Brady Jungle. And today we've got a very famous, uh, acclaimed episode of Star Trek yeah. to talk about Darmok, which is TNG Season 5, Episode 2, written by Joe Minoski and Philip Lezebnik, and directed by Winrich Colby. The Memory Alpha description is, Picard is captured, then trapped on a planet with an alien captain who speaks a metaphorical language incompatible with the Universal Translator. They must learn to communicate with each other before a deadly planetary beast overwhelms them. Yeah. Yeah, so this is, I mean, just like a classic good episode. I think I think a lot, a lot of people would probably put this in like their top five. Yeah, I think this is one that kind of gets, gets brought up. It's like yeah. very, very good, you know, kind of good like sci-fi premise that's well executed and like well acted and just yes yeah the guy who plays what's the name of the good star trek what's the name of the captain uh, uh dathan yeah dathan yeah he is played by paul winfield who does he gives a really good performance um in this and also um who also pl- he also played uh captain terrell in wrath of khan yeah and he's who does a very good job in that movie too yeah and one one of those guys who's like been in a bunch of stuff, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two like I would say pretty like iconic like guest star performances in in Star Trek. I would say, because um, yeah, yeah, because Captain Terrell's really neat, really good too, and he's and he's great in this. Yeah, I mean, like I had a good time watching it again. It's just it's just a good it's a good um, a good yeah, episode. It's, it's well respected for a reason. Yeah, um, it's very good. Winfield was reported as saying, in relation to his role of Captain Terrell, I died so the white man could live. <laughs> Which, that's <laughs> nice. fair. That's fair. Because, yeah, because it's like both him and Chekhov that get, like, bugs in their ears or whatever. Yeah, doesn't he, doesn't he like, shoot himself or something, like, to to avoid betraying? I think so, yeah. yeah. And then, like, yeah, I forget how they get it out of Chekhov, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, why don't you why don't you take us in to uh, to this episode? Yeah, so it it starts out with I think they've been like like the the Tamarians have like reached out to them, right? Mm-hmm. Or like like they're they're going to make contact with this ship of the species that they're like we know the species is in this sector of space, um, and like starfleet has kind of encountered them in the past but has never been able like it's always broken down because we can't communicate with them Mm -hmm. and so like we're gonna try again so the enterprise and this this other ship sort of come into contact and they hail each other and and then they're they're you know trying to like talk to them and the whatever the the captain and the first officer of the other ship are talking to each other and trying to talk to them and they're just speaking in they're saying mostly like names of people and places so like the kind of interconnecting words the universal translator is able to translate so you know it'll be like uh you know the something they say a lot is like shaka when the walls fell so like they're all like words that we can understand but they just make no sense as like a 
actually communicating anything. Yeah. Um, and they're like, they're, it's a full of a lot of like proper nouns, which it can't, which can't be translated, mm-hmm. like names of people or names of places. And the Dathan, the captain of of this other ship, gets kind of more and more frustrated that he's trying to talk to Picard, and they're not understanding each other. And like him and the first officer, it is this scene especially. I feel like is one of those. I guess like this episode as a whole. I was thinking about how like I feel like this isn't often true of Star Trek, but it is one of those things where like it is so different watching it for the second time. Like sure. once you kind of know the premise and know kind of what's going on. Yeah, because you can like because. Which I guess is like kind of the point, like when you can kind of understand their language a little bit more, like you can, you grasp more of like what's going on on the other ship when like he's arguing with the first officer, mm-hmm. um, because like they they kind of take turns like suggesting ideas of like ways to try to get the the Federation to understand them, yeah, and and kind of like you know gets shot down and like they get frustrated and then finally he decides to go with Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra and you can like again like because like Paul Winfield I feel like does such a good job that like you can see kind of how seriously he takes that when he like makes that decision because he knows like that's like kind of what the potential cost of that would be and so he says that he says Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra and then they they beam down him and then they beam down Picard onto this like planet. Mm-hmm. And then the other ship sort of puts up this like scattering field, I think they call it, like some like field that pre- prevents Enterprise from like beaming Picard back up. It's a science field. Yes. <laughs> there is a lot there's a lot of science like because like half of the episode is just like Jordy saying sciencey things. Yeah. As, because they're like trying to figure out some way to like get through the field and bring Picard back that sometimes feels like it's just kind of like, well, we had like one idea and then we need something for everyone else to do to make up a full episode. So, yeah, because nothing they do, I think, ever really works. Right. Well, or I guess it does. At the, well, yeah, I, you're right. It's it's interesting because it's like the there's a lot of stuff with them basically trying to figure it out, like like. Which I, I'm trying to remember how that part like gets resolved, like whether they actually do anything about it or. Yeah, because I because they because everyone kind of assumes that it's like a um a what's the episode with the Gorn arena thing? Yeah, that it's like that kind of thing where it's like oh like they've both been because because he like held up knives when he said it and so they everyone assumes like oh like, no like he's like it's gonna be captain versus captain and like ritual combat. Um, well, no, because he doesn't hold up the knives until after he gets down. So Picard thinks that at first. Oh, but they're but they're I just like, like that too. they're just like, well, you kidnapped our captain, and then you guys transfer him back up, and now there's like a crazy monster down because they can they can see the life signs. Oh, that's of right, because the, they see the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so so down on the planet, like Dathan kind of like throws one of the knives or like holds out one of the knives to Picard and is trying to get him to take it. And Picard thinks like, Oh, you want to like duel me, but I'm not going to fight you. And so he like refuses the knife and the other cap, like Dathan gets kind of more and more frustrated at him. And then they kind of, they spend a night there. Cause there's the thing where like Dathan has made a fire and like Picard can't get a fire going. And Dathan sort of gives him like a, a stick from his fire. And that's when he, 
kind of starts to figure out some of the types of things that they're saying because he says he says timba his arms wide you know kind of being like look like this is we're cooperating together you know yeah like Like, it's like i'm giving like a gift type of thing mm -hmm. the card kind of starts to figure out that like it's talking about like it's sort of using a like a you know a story of a person or like a image of a person to like communicate an idea and then yeah and then then they get attacked by this like elect invisible electricity monster yeah which is like a it's it's actually kind of like a cool i thought it was like a like cool visual effect yeah yeah for something that like you see just a couple times in one episode like it seems like something that would have taken a lot of work yeah uh, <laughs> i did think this was funny this is one of the notes i wrote which is just that like so the I was like, this is still a good episode, but why is Picard so ready to stab this thing that might also be a sentient being? Because it's cer- it's it's certainly bi it's a bipedal you know thing. It, it looks like he has yeah. like clothes and equipment. And I was like, you know, it, there's another episode of Star Trek you could do about this. Like you could do an episode of Lower Decks about how like this thing is attacking them, but maybe it just does that because people are always shocking it. You know, like 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 what if. Oh, because anytime something touches it, like they both get this like electrical shock. No, no, no. I've said like they're right. not shocking. I said shaka ing. Like, like, like. What if it's oh. just like, well, people are always coming down to like hunt me, like as part of like their weird bonding thing. Like, what? I don't want. I don't yeah. want to be part of this. You know. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just a self defense thing where he's just like, oh no, yeah. some more of these Lorians came down to to hunt it's me again. Darmok again. Yeah. Gotta... <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it does look cool though. Yeah. Yeah, and so then they kind of so. Yeah, because I guess they do get, like, something kind of working, because cause that's when, like, the Enterprise tries to beam him back up. So he gets kind of, like, stuck in, like, mid-transport, and so he can s- see that, like, the thing is wailing on mm-hmm. Dathon, but, like, he can't move. And then they, like, almost get him to the transporter, and O'Brien's like, no, I can't get all of him. Because, um, yeah, they figured out, like, some way to, like, change the transporter beam to try to get through the field. But they're like, we can only do it once because otherwise the other the ship episode will figure will be it out over. and change the field. And then it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and so he has to go back. There's a really good little bit of like performance here with with uh, Stuart where when he when he gets transported, he like realizes what's happening and he's like, no, you know, like he kind of like yells, you know, like and kind of raises his hands like as he's getting transported because he's like he's yeah. realizes like no no this is terrible like you you can't be doing this right now yeah like this it's right like a, now like I need to be yeah yeah it's very effective helping him right now yeah this is also apparently the only other appearance of ensign Robin Leffler oh yeah yeah I did notice she's, that I was like oh that's yeah that's her yeah it's Ashley Judd um who so like she's like in sort of engineering with Jordy, helping him, like, figure this stuff out. But she's the one... And I guess this is before the... I think this is before the game. So she's the one in in the episode with uh, Wesley Crusher, where, like, everyone starts playing this... Yeah. Like, weird little game that brainwashes them, and it's, just like, just her and Wesley that are trying to figure it out. Uh, I'm excited to... I'm excited to watch the game one day. (laughs) Uh, Also, the first appearance of Picard's cool jacket. Yes, that's what I thought. I was, like... I noticed he's got his jacket. You know, this is like the second episode in very recent history where we've been talking about someone's cool jacket. But, um, yeah. Uh, but like, I saw that and I was like, I'm pretty sure 
that when Kim and I watched this for the first time, we were like, oh man, check out this guy's cool jacket. Like, I think this is, I was, I, I thought this was the first time that we saw the jacket. Cause then he just starts, cause it's like, you know, it's funny. We, we did another, we did another uh, TNG episode for our next episode, which we've watched, but haven't recorded yet. And like, clearly Stuart loves wearing this jacket. Like, like, like you, cause he just, <laughs> after this episode, yeah. he starts wearing it like all the time. And it's, yeah, cause for this one, it kind of makes sense. Cause then he's like down, like, Right, because it's, like, something for him to be, like, down on this planet and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, surviving in the cold. And so he's in kind of, like, you know, he'll, like, have it off and he's wearing not, like, full uniform and then he has kind of the jacket if he needs it. But, yeah, then he just, like... Well, because I think it does look kind of cool, but also I do think it's just probably more comfortable because, because like, it's still it's still funny to me watch rewatching some of these, how often just him and Riker especially, whenever they get out of their chairs... They always have to like have grab to, like, the bottom of their shirts and like pull them down. Uh, yeah. Like clearly, it's not the best thing to be wearing, and so it just seems like he's like, "Oh, I can wear this jacket all the time instead." <laughs> yes, sounds good, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so then he he they end up not being able to pull him up, and so then he kind of you know, but the 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 monster has already has already gotten Dathan. You know? Yeah, it's kind of Greek. And he's not dead, but he's like definitely he's hurt, very wounded. Yeah. And so then you have the scene of them kind of like sitting by the fire together and Dathan's like, you know, hurt and in pain. And that's when they really kind of had, like Picard sort of has the breakthrough. So he actually sort of gets Dathan to tell him the story of Darmok and Jalad, who were like these two people mm-hmm. that both kind of came to an island together. And then they like fought off like a, a monster together and then became good friends and then like what they were trying so like he was like oh like you were trying to do the same thing of like if the two of us kind of banded together and fought something off that would help us connect with each other yeah um, and then he tells he tells Dathan the story of the the epic of Gilgamesh I guess yeah yeah which I mean I guess is impressive like I know nothing like nothing of for the oldest recorded narrative in human history i don't actually know any of it so yeah yeah me neither the card very well read uh the 500 years in the future uh, what i really like about this part of the episode is that it's funny because the episode is about like a, a race of aliens that use metaphor to talk and this is like probably one of the more metaphorical episodes of star trek like 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 in that like it's you know, there's a lot of stuff where you can kind of like, you know, we, we, we talked about like critical care, you know, and yeah, and that one, I think you basically found it like just too one to one. It was one of the problems, whether you're just like, oh, sure. like it's just about healthcare, like and like that's the it, you know. And there's a lot of episodes yeah. that are kind of like that. And this one, it kind of reminded me a little bit yeah. of like, or there's like the the climate change one or that. Yeah, yeah, and th- this one, it kind of reminded me of a little bit more like maybe the the genetic augmentation episode of like strange new worlds or something where it's like, but even, even more, I think like abstracted from that, where it's like it, there's, I think so much in this episode is about like cultural context and how, like, you know, you take what these people are saying. You, 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 you when you, when you meet someone from a different culture, you have, you, you kind of 
take what they're saying at face value, you know, and, and yeah, if you don't understand it kind of or agree with your it, own, yeah, yeah, if you don't understand it or, or agree with it, you you kind of can be resentful or just be like a frustrated, you know. And I think one of the things I really like about this this part of the episode is that like as they start talking to each other, the Universal Translator basically starts working better. Like they can understand each other more and more because. Not because the Universal Translator is doing anything differently, but because they're like they're they're changing their their brains to under to to attempt to understand the the other person, and so the Universal Translator then can work better because basically because of like their attitudes, you know. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's a really. <clears throat> I just think that there's something that kind of like very cool and just like empathetic about that that like without without it really being like hitting it really hard on the on the nose you know but like i do think that's what's going on with it like down the barrel of the camera and it's just like this is what this means or like is about yeah but yeah yeah which you know it it, it, you know to compare it to like that strange worlds episode an episode that i liked quite a bit but like it does basically end with with number one being like and this is how this is applicable to today, you know, like, it, yeah. and yeah, I don't know. I just, I thought that was, I, I, I really enjoy the way they did that. Cause it's like, not exactly like subtle, but it's like, it, it feels very like naturalistic to like what they're doing. Yeah. That it's, it's part of the story. The other thing I thought was interesting as we're talking about, like kind of the ways that the, you can map this onto like life is that this is, I think a strangely prescient episode in that like not that i don't think that the episode is like casting any judgment on the way that these people communicate but like obviously like you if you think about the way that they're talking it's kind of it's kind of strange where it's like well what did they how did they develop language you know like like what did they do before all of these things happened you know like how how are they communicating how did darmok and jalad talk to each other right darmok hadn't happened yet yeah like how did the first people who have language where they were just like it was just very basic they had to be like the rock yeah. and the stone in the fireplace or, you know, or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, or, or did they like used to have, like, is it just kind of a, like it's developed over so like they, they used to have so much more of like a kind of language more comparable to like ones we know. And as like more and more things happen, they just kind of developed more and more yeah. like, idioms. Right. And, 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 took uh, over or, yeah. And I, and I guess I don't, I don't think the episode is like critical the way that they're communicating and I don't think it like should be, but it did make me think though about, how I think that that we as a society, it feels like almost are approaching more and more like the experience of communicating about like life through the description of other stories, right? Like 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 that that like and, and I and I would be I would be actually be a little bit more critical of this, you know, in real life, but like just the idea that like now it feels like a lot of people like the the only way they know how to communicate is by comparing it to like pop par- comparing situations like pop culture or like other situations that have happened you know where it's mm-hmm. like oh yeah this is just like I mean like you could sit like you could have if this something like this happened somebody would be like oh yeah this is just like a Darmok thing or like you know like when 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 Trump got elected and there are a lot of people who are trying to cope with it and the only things that they could like do to like describe it were to like 
compare it to like Harry Potter or Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, yeah. oh, we have to be Dumbledore's army now because this is like a Voldemort situation. And right. I don't know I thought it was like interesting where it's like I don't. That's not what the that's not the point that like the show is trying to make. But I was like, it is. It is kind of strange. Like I, I do think to, that, like, like see language sort of start. Yeah, I think as people become more incurious, like and have like more of like their their consumption diet served to them on their phones you know with and and like with without any kind of like static of like anything else they don't want to consume like it it's people kind of are starting to talk like this more now like yeah. like weirdly i don't know if that, if that makes sense but just like people like your 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 horizons are are I think people's horizons are somewhat being limited and like, so that they can, again, they can only talk about these things in context of other things that they like enjoy, you know? And, yeah. um, I don't know. Like, again, I don't think that's, I don't think that the, that's the point of the episode, but it, just, it was just making me think about it where it's like, you know, if Darmark and, and Gelada Tanagra was, was a thing that existed in this universe, like I could, you see a lot I could of people see it be- being like, yeah. Referring to it the same way of just like, yeah, it's like, a, well, like, cause they try to, they say kind of that in when they're sort of trying to, because there's a point where, because another one of the things that like is going on back on the ship is that uh, I think it's mostly Data and Troy are like their project that they get put on is to kind of like try to figure out how to communicate with the other ship because they're like if we can talk to them we can convince them to like let us transport our captain back yeah and they're you know not kind of as thoroughly as Picard but like starting to figure out kind of the same general principles of just like what these people are saying is you know, kind of stories, like, referencing, you know, kind of things that they all, like, cultural or, like, historical events that they all know. And and one of the things Troy says, like, it's like, you know, if I said something was, like, Romeo and Juliet, like, you immediately kind of, like, know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, that it's like, oh, it's like a tr- like tragic romance type thing. But, but it would be, like, meaningless if you had never, you know, if you didn't have that same cultural context. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, I, the when you were talking about that, the the one thing I, I thought of for some reason is like, I feel like that happens a lot in like video games now. Is that it's basically like if you're like describing a video game, it's just like what sort of other two or three games <laughs> yeah to, yeah that everything's like a Metroidvania or a roguelike or like it's like Dark Souls or yeah it's like XCOM. And I don't want to. I, I guess to be clear, like I'm not saying that like that's always a bad thing, but like but uh, like. It's just interesting because, like, this is the only way that they talk is, like, this is, this is like this, which is like this, which is like this, you know? And that, that's, yeah. like, that's the part that's, like, confusing, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's always bad to talk that, to talk, to talk in that, in that way. But I think, yeah, yeah, it's just, like, it just made me think about, like, how it feels like we're, we are reaching, like, a little bit more of, like, a saturation point, you know? Mm. Where it's, yeah. like, the, like, there are people, it seems like, who don't know how to process stuff outside of, like, the context of, like, whatever mass media it is that they're consuming, which which is what made me think of it. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I wonder if part of that is also that, like, I don't know, there's, like, a weird thing that happens where, like, there's so much, like, more media and more, like, varied media, but at the same time, there's kind of fewer sort of, like, mainstream things, it almost seems like, like... Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like, there's so many things, but also like, there's a few. Th- there's like a small number of things that literally everyone like sees and knows. Yeah, um, and I don't know if that's maybe that's always been the case, but yeah. I, to me, you know, where it's like like 
there are other movies that come out, but like the only thing that kind of like everyone knows as like a like common reference point is Marvel movies type of thing. Um, yeah, I think that's part of it. I- or like, there's always like the like two or three Netflix shows that like everyone sees and talks about, or I don't know. I think also like part of it is that I think people, I feel like people's horizons of opportunity are also like, like shrinking where it's like, I think that, I think it's so much of what I'm, I'm thinking, I'm sure we talked about it on this podcast before and I, I, I blog about it and stuff, but I think that like people's, people's ability to have an identity outside of their consumption is also being limited, not by themselves, but by like capitalism, you know, like that, that mm-hmm. like that, that like if we can make you identify yourself by a product, then well, just like, like there's so many like you you know people don't have like a ton of opportunity a lot of the time to like change their life to like change their career or to change their financial circumstance or change where they live or you know like to 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 like develop skills and hobbies outside of like whatever crappy job they have and trying to get by and then like you know whatever whatever's time they can eke out to like watch stranger things you know at night yeah. and and uh you know and also like you know the things where where we have like the illusion of the ability to affect things like things like for example voting you know i think is increasingly revealed to just like that that doesn't really seem to make like a significant difference in most people's lives right mm-hmm. and so like unless you live in ohio yeah it really <laughs> And, and even that, honestly, you know, it's like it's it's like you look you look at like what Biden's doing, and you know, there's some ways in which he's different than Trump, but there's a lot of ways where he's not really meaningfully different from Trump, you know. And the the I th- I think that like as that happens, like people also kind of end up retreating into you know these like like the uh, and, and the thing is the only meaningful choices you can make are like what you consume, which is why like a people I think find their identity in like these media properties, but also like why so much of like politics now is just people being like, well, I'm not going to buy a gas stove or I am, you know, like, or, or like, like politics itself has been, has become, you know, tied into like, well, Disney is going to go woke or grow broke, you know, where, where like, uh, you know, you have to support or not support different like pieces of mass media because that is like what you're the opposite of like your political enemies are doing signals your political because we can only define like our sense of self and our sense of politics even as what am i going to choose to buy or not buy with like the limited amount of like money that i have you know so i think that's part of it too like i don't want to be entirely critical of of like the people who are doing it although i I do want to be a little bit critical of those people because i still think you know it's worth it's worth trying to not not be that way but yeah, I don't know. It's 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 multifaceted. I think. Um, again, none of this really has to do directly with Dathan because I don't really think that, I, I don't think that Dathan is just watching like he's watching like the Darmok and Jalad show on like Elarian Plus or whatever. That I don't, I don't right. think that's why he's doing that. This is the way their language works. But Darmok seven more Darmok. Yeah. Two Darmok, two Jalad. <laughs> uh, I I I think I actually I have a I have a Darmok and Jalad shirt. That I'm wearing right now, but I also I think I was wearing it when I was watching the episode and didn't even really realize oh, nice. it. Yeah, it's like a it's a great shirt. Yeah, it's, it ter- turns them into like a kind of like a '70s like folk duo, Darmark and Jalad. But yeah, live at Tanagra. Yep. Then the the episode ends right with with uh, that's that's right because that's how they get him. So basically, what like Riker 
back on the ship decides is that like the only way we can get the captain back is we have to actually like shoot at the Tamarian ship to and, like if we can hit like right where they're projecting this field from the field will go down and we can beam back the captain they do that and so they they shoot the thing they beam the captain back but then it kind of starts like the other ship gets so gets real you know the first officer gets angry at them for kind of like interfering with you know what's supposed to be going on on the planet and so they start shooting back and they kind of get into a fight with each other and then Picard kind of like runs onto the bridge and hails the other ship and you know has learned enough of the language from Dathan that he's able to tell them like you know we we did the thing we did a Darmok and like we're you know me and Dathan we're friends now but Dathan died and yeah yep and then they he he has like Dathan's journal and they take it back and then they say that this is this is now Picard and Dathan at El Adrel like yeah that's kind of that their story has like been added to the, the lexicon yeah yeah and then yeah there's like a scene at the end where Picard and Riker talk for a bit and Picard kind of says that like Dathan basically sacrificed his life like for the goal of like communication that like yeah, that he kind of like went into this knowing that this could happen, and but it was so important to him to like connect with, you know, like make kind of first contact. That and Picard also at this point is like, you know, he's like, well, if we're gonna communicate with these people more, like we need to understand our own stories better. So he's like reading, is he reading the Epic of Gilgamesh again? He's reading he Homer. Something else. He's reading Homer. Yeah, that's right. And looks out the window and. Yeah, it's a very like beautiful ending. Like it's just like it's just it's just one of those things where it's like I think that's like that's like this the kind of the pure un, you know uncut Star Trek that I respond to the most is just when they're just like look ultimately this is about like understanding people you know and trying yeah, to meet everyone like on their own like yeah. terms you know like and that's and that's how we can like become better together you know yeah so it's good it's a it's a good episode still still I would say it still held up. Yeah, I yeah, agree. And very, but you know, a very simple one too, because it's like, because basically, you know, the more I'm like thinking about it, it's like the stuff on the ship basically is just like, that's the expository stuff. Like they don't want to have Picard like try to like work all this out while he's talking, and so like basically they're figuring it out so that the audience knows it, and then like Picard is like experiencing it in a more yeah, visceral way. Have, yeah, you have Troy kind of like talking through it because I will say it's kind of cool. Like the way they figure it out is they're you know, like sitting with the computer and look and they're like, okay, well, like there's, they're just saying this word Darmok and they're like, you know, like basically Google, like do like galaxy Google Darmok and the computer's like, you know, there are like 700 uses, like different languages that use the word Darmok. And it's like the name of a dessert on this planet. And like the name of a mythical, like historical character on this planet and, Mm -hmm. you know, a continent on this planet. And they're like, well, that's not helping us. And so then they, they end up like cross-referencing of just like, well, where does like Darmok and Tanagra both appear in the same place? And they're like, oh, well, like in on this planet, there was a person named Darmok, and there's like a island called Tanagra. And they're like, oh, it, and that's kind of how they figure out that it's like the story of something, mm-hmm. which at that point I don't think helps. Like it doesn't really help them communicate at all because they like it just kind of confer- like all they know is that it's like a person in a place because it's not till Picard actually like, you know, Dathan kind of actually like tells Picard the story um, that they're able to really understand mm-hmm. what kind of the things mean. So, yeah, it's, yeah, it's very good. But yeah. It is how you kind of, it, that's a good point is that that is how you, the viewer really kind of like 
it kind of sets up the like well this is like the framework or like the like the what is going on and like what you kind of need to understand yeah yeah it is but no i I think you're right it is a very well like like well written well like crafted episode where it's just kind of all of the the beats make sense and kind of you know everything's there for a reason Mm. i guess yeah and honestly like i think this is there are other episodes that i've liked less that we've talked about for longer but this is a very simple episode you know it's like there's not like a lot that happens in it it's just like it's very focused on on what it is and it works it's good yeah for sure anything else you wanted to talk about in this one uh i don't think i had anything else no (laughs) okay well thank you everybody for listening uh we come out every other week uh in a couple weeks you can come back and hear us talk about face of the enemy which is star trek season uh to tng season six episode 14 you can also follow us on twitter at contracts you can follow us on youtube at out of contracts you can email us at out of contracts at gmail.com or you can visit our website at out of contracts.podbean.com you can also check out the other shows on the kaleidoscope media podcast network there is uh here's johnny which is a uh horror media podcast there is that's not science work which is a science and pop culture podcast uh, I think we actually, uh, in a couple of months, are probably going to be doing another episode with them. And yeah. uh, there is that's not, or sorry, and there's Wizard Studies, which is a Harry Potter podcast. Increasingly fraught uh, these days, but they're they're not bad people. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, yeah. So you can check out all those looks out, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone.